Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Jesus told us that the Father is pleased when we produce good fruits. He also told us that if we don't produce good fruits, that we will be cut down and cast into the fire. Therefore, as a good husbandman, does he do what is necessary to most effectively get us to a state of abundant fruitfulness? In John chapter 15, verse 8, do we see this proven where Jesus himself says, This herein is the Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. And if you do this, then so shall ye be my disciples. It may seem counterintuitive, but one of the ways that he does this is to allow us to endure spiritual winters. Those cold, dark, difficult seasons of our life. Because to everything, there is a season. And some of the sweetest fruits can only be produced when the tree goes through a hard winter. The winter, for all of its hardships, serves many important purposes. For one, it knocks the bug and pest population down to manageable levels. Those things that would otherwise eat up and destroy the fruitfulness of the tree do not endure the winter, giving the tree an advantage when the spring comes. So do spiritual winters do this. Without it, they would overpopulate and ravage the vineyards. In like manner does sin, pride, decadence, distraction, disobedience, and selfishness multiply in the good times. Yet in those dark, cold, difficult seasons comes a humbling, a brokenness, a compassion for the less fortunate through the empathy of what you yourself are enduring. My friend, God knows what he is doing. In Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8, he said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and it does not return thither, but rather it waters the earth, and makes it to bring forth the bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, So shall my words be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I have sent it. There's a scripture that says that God does not delight in the suffering of men. He would rather bless all of his children all of the times, Yet being a good parent, he's willing to chastise them or do what is necessary to train and equip and prepare them for the greater purposes of his kingdom because he wants to be able to delegate to them great power, authority, and position. Therefore, does he allow us to go through testings and difficulties 
and different seasons that we might learn the lessons necessary to produce sweetness as we bear his good character to everything else around us. Because you see, it is in those winter seasons that you learn to reverence, respect, appreciate the presence, and stay close to the fire. Because you need it. Where in the spring and the summer and the easy times you may have even despised, now you begin to love the feeling of it by necessity. And also do you learn how to tend it, to keep it blazing and radiating, both its warmth and light. It is in your spiritual winter season that you will do the same for the flame of the presence of God's Holy Spirit. Much easier to neglect and take for granted in the good times, those summers of your life. Yet now, in the spiritual winter time, you begin to realize its importance, its beauty, and its majesty. The fire even protects as the hungry wolves come hunting. It warms the cold heart. It feeds the hungry soul. It lights the dark nights and gives you sight beyond what the circumstance allows. It brings you comfort and allows you to offer it to all those around you. There are many lessons to be learned by necessity in the spiritual winters of your life that will become blessings to us and to others when the springtime comes. There is a lot of waiting in the winter, and it does its perfect work preparing seeds for germination in their proper season. Those seeds, or the words and promises of God, may seem dead and gone, but they are not. They are simply in the waiting, in a state of suspended animation, receiving what they needed for optimal germination when the season changes. When the winter has done its perfect work, then God will send the spring, and all that was dead will come to life again in our resurrection experience. Blessed are these times of personal hardship. Don't miss the lessons of it. Now, sometimes spiritual winters come corporately to whole congregations or even to whole nations. So in times like this, I tell you, my friend, that corporate winters are times of great opportunity for evangelism. Because the good shepherd, he prepares for these times in advance and tends to the needs of his flock through it. They become more dependent and more thankful and obedient to him through it. Yet for those who do not belong to him, those whose masters are selfish and cruel, for them these times are much more difficult to endure. In the good times, they may not have seen the need to belong to the good shepherd as much. But now it becomes easy to see the difference between him and the cruel master they've been serving. Because now that things are hard, they find themselves abandoned, hungry, left wanting, and unsheltered from the bitter storms. They see more clearly the way the good shepherd provides for his own. 
They see the way that even they are helped by his servants. They see the need to have a new master. They are willing to leave what they once thought was enough for a new pasture, tended to with selfless devotion and sacrificial love. Lastly, the winter brings a natural pruning. As those old dead branches get weighted down with the cold and ice and the snow, unable to handle the weight of it, they break away. Because that they have no bend, no bowing in them. For they might have looked like the rest, but there was no life in them. No continual flowing, personal, unseen nourishment from the root. Things like pop and circumstance, appearance and foliage lose their importance and luster as they fall away. And the ability to draw a quick fix spiritually from your environment becomes an impossibility. No more being fed by the atmosphere that is set around you that can so easily be polluted. The lights go dim. The air grows cold and still. And only those who can draw from the root will endure, grow strong, and bear fruit through this season of natural pruning. One thing that I can say with all assurity is that every tree that endures the winter comes out of it stronger than it went into it. Not all make it through, it's true. Only those who draw from the root. Those creeping things that eat up the fruitfulness of a fruitful tree are diminished. The fire of the Holy Spirit is established and cherished. The prideful, selfish, and immature are humbled and instructed in the things that really matter. And the caring for of others... The lost are more easily reached as they have a greater need and can more easily see the goodness of our King in the way that he keeps us through our winter seasons. So whether it be a correction, a judgment, a national season, or a mercy, winners have their purpose. Blessed is the man that endures them with wisdom and patience. In Job chapter 37, verse 5, we read this, God thunders marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he, which we cannot comprehend. For he saith to the snow, Be thou on the earth, and likewise to the small rain, and to the great rain of his strength. He sealeth up the hand of every man, that all men may know his work. Then the beasts go into dens and remain in their places. Out of the south cometh the whirlwind and the cold out of the north. By the breath of God frost is given, and the breath of the waters is straightened. And also by the watering he wearieth the thick cloud. He scattereth his bright cloud, and it is turned round about by his counsels that they may do whatsoever he commandeth them upon the face of the world in the earth. He causeth it to come, whether for correction, or for the land, or for mercy. Such is the wisdom of the word spoken in Job chapter 37, verses 5 through 13. 
So, Lord, help us to remember these things, that true blessings often come through suffering. As Jesus told us on the Mount of Olives, and we read of it in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice when this happens and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Lord, we want to be made more like you. We know that your spirit was given to make us a witness of who you are, your character, the true you. And sometimes those things can only be learned by enduring those spiritual winters that you yourself had to go through. Because the word says that Jesus himself learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Oh Lord, give us the patience the wisdom, the grace, the steadfastness, and the endurance to run the race that is set before us. That at the end we might receive our crown of life and have something of worth to lay at the feet of our Christ. God, you alone are our only true source of warmth, protection, provision, and light. Let us get to know the depths of your beauty, grace, and majesty in the midst of those cold, dark, difficult winter nights. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.